Welcome to Lessons Over Losses, the male mental health podcast. Join us on the journey of creating a world of undefeated gentlemen. tell everybody yeah you can tell everybody you know part of me actually wanted to just click the intro song to have it roll through again and trip everyone out because it's groundhog day well for everyone listening it's not groundhog day as you're listening to this but for us recording uh today is 2 2 22 it's groundhog day what a what a crazy date you know we won't have one of these for uh for another while so and uh, yeah, if everyone saw our post, I did a whole little thing about number two and what it means in numerology. And if anybody's into that kind of spiritual stuff or just studying those things, uh, I like seeing them every now and then. Well, welcome here on Groundhog Day, uh, February 2nd, 2022. Uh, it's your boys, Andrew, Jason, Travis. And you can tell everybody that we're here because we're here to tell you about a little bit what's going on in our life. And, you know, it's been an interesting start to the year, as we mentioned in our last episode. And today we're kind of just rolling with it. Um, I think the three of us got together and felt like we just needed to process a few things. And there's just going to be us kind of doing a little mini rant, uh, a little micro processing and some of our, and some of the things that uh, have really weighed heavy in our brain and that we felt needed to get out of our brain and um, out into the, to this podcast sphere. Um, so before we get into that, I just kind of want to say hi. Hi to everyone listening and uh, Jason and Trav, um, real quickly, briefly, how you doing? What's up, what's up, what's up, guys? I'm good. Uh, Andrew, thank you for the beautiful lead in. Um, so happy to see the two of you, happy to be in good health and here again to promote our wonderful podcast to the masses, AKA the 50, 50 or so people that listen. <laughs> uh, no, just uh, doing good. Can't complain. I mean, I definitely could complain, but there's not a whole lot to complain about. So Trav, how you doing, brother? Hey, hey. honestly, I'm doing good. And what really makes me feel real good right now is because both you and Andrew, your face, just the smile and the glow on your face right now is completely different from what it was the last time we met. Um, so I know that things are getting better for you too. I know I can see that you two are feeling better. Um, and actually that really brings a smile to my face. Um, so yeah, I feel great to know you all. Well, to look at you all and see you all, I feeling good makes me feel great. Uh, I appreciate that 110%. Uh, and I'm o- only slight bummer to that. And everyone, everyone else can't see our faces, but maybe that's a good thing. Who knows? They they would they wouldn't even know what's going on sometimes. So, and uh, like I said, everyone, and thanks for being here. It's so great to be here. Yes, Travis, um, I'm in a lot better headspace I am now than where I was a month ago. Uh, physically too, am pretty much over most of my COVID symptoms that I was uh, you know enduring. Got a couple that are lingering for sure that I have to check in with every single day, but I'm happy to be here and um, also can't complain, like JB said, but 
this episode is kind of about complaining. So uh, let's 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 move into our, our rant and our complaints and let's just get right into it. Um, Jason, I'm going to have you go first just to kind of kick us off a little bit about something bit a little bit that's on your radar and uh, what you've been going through and what's been weighing heavy for you. And here's your chance to complain or rant. Go ahead. Well, I think the only thing I really need to complain about in my personal life is just that the 49ers lost. Broke my heart. Can't say enough about how much I love the team. Um, I respect the heck out of Jimmy G. It's going it, to, I'm not sad to see him go, but at the same time, you know, he did bring winning to our franchise that hadn't won for several seasons. We were in a really dark place when, before he got there. And, um, you know, he was a class act throughout the whole, throughout the entire stay. So obviously he's leaving, you know, we are Trey area moving forward and I can't wait to see what he has to bring. But yeah, it was a little bit sad to, to see the end of the season. Andrew, I'm sure you felt the exact same way. Um, the, what, what I wanted to bring up though, for what caught my eye, uh, two things, one kind of calling out our personal, uh, <laughs> like our, the, 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 best platform, the, the most popular platform we use for this podcast and Spotify for um, what's going on, man. Like Spotify, check in with us, tap in. How are you doing, bro? Like been down, it's been a bad couple weeks for you, man. Like this whole issue with Joe Rogan and these super old artists that my mom would know. Um, I don't, I have no idea <laughs> what songs they sing, but apparently they're popular with the older generations are taking their music elsewhere um, because of the vaccine misinformation that Joe Rogan has had on his podcast. Now, on one hand, I too, I, 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 I understand like the idea of like free speech and needing to protect that. And, and on the other hand, I'm like, you know, misinformation hurts people. So I don't really know where it lands on either side. Uh, I, I, I have mixed feelings about it. I think it's kind of funny that people would, you know, take it to such extremes, but that's going to be their choice at the end of the day on both ends of the spectrum. The other thing that caught my eye though, is that I don't know if you guys heard, uh, you guys know, like the show, the view, right. And like Whoopi Goldberg and whatnot, um, Joy Behar. And it's like that daytime talking TV show. So Whoopi Goldberg actually just caught some heat recently. And it was kind of like, to me, surprising. Cause I feel like Whoopi is like dope, you know, like awesome. She's great. And, like I'm a I'm a Whoopi fan for sure, um, and she like she caught some heat. Like I guess she got suspended from the show or something because she had said like she said something about the Holocaust not being about race and being about like inhumanity towards man. And like on surf on like at surface value, if you think about that, it's like okay, whatever. Like let that roll off your shoulders. Like I'm I'm Jewish, and like I was like okay, I don't like. I'm not super offended by that statement, you know? Sure. Yeah. It was very like, they did treat people very inhumanely. Like it's not a hundred percent factual um, in the sense that like the Nazis did think of like the German themselves, like the Germans as like a superior race, you know, they were white, blue eye, blonde hair. And they did look at Jews as an inferior race. Like, even though we know Judaism is a religion, not a race, like to them, it was a race. So like, specifically speaking to like her statement and like tying it into the Holocaust, like she was wrong in saying that, but I'm like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like they kind of overreacted to like almost like basically canceling her, but not canceling her. Cause she's still on the show. You know, she's going to be coming back after the suspension, which I'm glad I'm like, as, as, as a Jew, I'm like, she didn't really do anything wrong. Like 
she made a slight mistake. She she apologized for it too. Um, and just because it was like one slight nuance in the in how she summarized it, um, she took a lot of heat for it. Um, and I mean, obviously, it's good to know that like she corrected herself, she educated herself on it, and apologized for it. And I, like I'm like, let's move on now. Like people need to stop tripping. Anyways, that's me. Uh, how are you guys doing? What caught your eye? Well, I will. I must say, I I do like that they only. Well, I'm not okay with it, but I mean, I like that they only gave her what I think it was like two or three shows or something like that. Um, because I could see how that it should have been fired for speaking her mind and it, and then apologizing and didn't really intentionally try to offend someone. How that should have got fired and uh, like canceled for that. How it could have created um just different issues and mental health issues in her uh within herself. Um, and just probably possibly made her be quiet and didn't want to speak out. And that actually goes on to what I want to rant about. Um, I saw a meme on Instagram that had been floating this week. And it was pretty much um, with uh, Tyrese, Kanye, and Will Smith. And it was saying, um, it mentioned when Tyrese had a uh, mental breakdown online in regards to not seeing his daughter in two years. People laughed at him and made him a meme. And it was like when Kanye West had a mental breakdown on TV, people called him crazy and he and he became a meme. And then when the Royal Watch, Will Smith listened to his wife tell him that she had an affair, people laughed at him and he became a meme. Um, and then it just ended with saying, yet yeah, folks wonder why men don't open up about their mental health. And it was and that's really what caught my eye on what I want to rant about, because, I mean, it's the truth. It's like, granted, I mean, I probably or others may uh, maybe don't agree with going online like Tyrese did and crying about it. But who's to say that, you know, how he feel is wrong and how he chooses to express his mental, uh, how he chooses to express what was bothering him. Um, it's wrong and what makes it okay for him to become meme. And the same thing with Kanye and Will Smith is like, people are like how they choose to express their mental health and what they're going through. Well, that's what makes it hard for people to, sorry. That's what makes it hard for people to express their mental health and how they're feeling is because, um, it's either, uh, they're either laughed at, uh, made fun of, or then just people use what they're going through for their own pleasure. Um, like they're going through and becoming memes. Trav, I 100% agree with what you're saying outside. I guess I got, I guess I don't 100% agree. Like, do you kind of feel that like sometimes with like, I, I get it, like the whole idea of being able to say things freely, you should not be ridiculed. I agree with that. But I also feel like when, you know, when Kanye West had his like presidential speech, like he was running for president and he had like the bulletproof vest on, and then it turned into like this like rant about how he wanted to have an abortion or Kim wanted to have an abortion of like their daughter, you know, and stuff like that. It's it's like he should have like he at a certain point he needs to stop and chill or somebody needs to stop him because he is asking to be ridiculed at a certain point for this or for that stuff. Like Will Smith and Jada did not need to go to the red table for him to hear that she had an entanglement like they put themselves in that position you know, in front of millions of viewers and whatnot, right? Like, I, I totally agree. Like, what happened is awful. Like, they should have been afforded the privacy uh, to, to have their reactions and whatnot, to share how they feel. But also at the same time, like, don't they kind of ask for, like, like when they're when they're putting this out there to millions of people, do, do, do they 100% expect everyone to be supportive? Um, especially when it's kind of, like, borderline, like, crazy, I mean, not crazy, not crazy, but like kind of, kind of like out there, you know. No, Jason, I, I truly, I, I fully agree with you, but I would have to push back, um, because 
for the sake of Kanye, like, you know, the whole the best thing, you know, him ranting about Kim wanting to kill their daughter. You know, that's no, I don't agree with him doing all that. Um, but it's also it's clear. I mean, if you're seeing him go off and like doing these weird things and it's repeated behavior and you see that and you can look at him and tell, you know, something's going on. Get him help. Um, get him help if he's going on these tangents, if he's seeming off and doing all these weird things. It's it's like a cry for help, in my opinion. Um, it's a cry for attention. It's a cry for help, in in my opinion. Um, with the Will Smith and Jada thing, I truly. So I have to agree with you. Um, me personally, I wouldn't have went on at a red table and discussed it. It's a it's a it's a. I mean, I feel like it was a money move. At the end of the day, it was all about money. But, yeah, honestly, I can't I can't really give you much. I can't say much of that. But, yeah, how I feel about Kanye was it's a crop of help. Like, every, his actions were pro- uh, showing that, you know, there was something mentally going on. Um, and while they may not have been the best, um, yeah, it wasn't, like, you know, the smartest things for him to do. In my opinion, it was just a, uh, a crop of help. And it was like, clear that he had issues. Well, it's clear that he has mental issues or challenges. Sorry. This is so fire because um, actually for the first time, I think we've really started kind of having a back and forth and pushing back a little bit on each other, uh, which I think is healthy. This, uh, I think that it, we're in a place where we can have these kind of discussions. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, it's hard for me. I'm the third person here. So I guess, I don't know. I mean, naturally, someone in my position would take sides or something. Uh, but honestly, I don't think there's a side to be taken on any of these things. I don't think there's a correct angle. Um, and I'm talking about everything you guys just brought up. Joe Rogan, Whoopi, Kanye, Will and Jada. Like, I think one of the flaws in our society is somehow you have to always have a position on something and you have to always have an opinion or often have to always like impose an angle and that your angle and your perspective and the way you saw it with your own two eyes and heard it with your own two ears is the correct way, right? Because I think that's where everything falls to shit, to be completely honest. And I think we're touching up on a bunch of other things right now. Like we went on, this could lead us down crazy paths. But if we're talking specifically about some of the stuff you brought up, you two brought up, it's just, if you have empathy and remove your own like, internal feelings towards an event towards a person if you can take a step back and approach it with like understanding and empathy there's a lot more room for like nuance there's a lot more room for understanding and that's the challenge that we have to put on ourselves because yeah even if even if it was like a a money move between will and jada that emotion of will in that moment I, th- I feel like that was a real emotion coming out of there. You know, if I was him sitting at that seat at that table, I might have a very similar emotion come out of me. And therefore it feels that should feel it's authentic to him. And whether I honor the intention behind that emotion or not, I at least can honor that it's an authentic emotion as a genuine feeling being emoted. Um, and Kanye, yeah, he says some crazy stuff. He says crazy shit. We all know this. Yeah, when I mean, you take a step back and you look at the body of work, and we have a large enough sample size to know that Kanye, 
this could have been a cry for help. I don't think anybody, if, if one person on one end was like, dude, that guy's just flat out like crazy. I was like, all right, well, I, I guess I can't blame you for saying that because of everything that he's done in his life. But if someone else said, Hey, that was a cry for help. I can't blame someone for saying that either. So maybe I'm taking a too far neutral stance on this. Maybe I'm to Switzerland or Sweden or whichever one they say on these things. But for me, the lesson, the lesson is always that I just got to honor the emotion coming out. Does that make any sense what I'm saying? No, it doesn't actually. Um, yeah, it does. It makes a lot of sense because I truly was not honoring um, Will's, Will's emotion once Jason uh, kind of like put it into that perspective for me because it goes just goes back to I'm not about to wait till I get to this table. I'm not going to wait till I get to this table and let my emotions out when I'm, when I'm sure I knew somewhat of uh, this conversation before I got got before we got here. So I'll just wait and let all that out. I wouldn't even came on the show. I would have let it all out at my house and it just would have been something that stayed in the house. But you know, you're right. He, um, maybe that was his first time hearing it and those were he, his emotions. So I have to rightfully honor them. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to look like the bad guy here because I agree with what you're saying. You do have, you have to honor the emotions. I think you also have to recognize that Hollywood is not a hundred percent real. Jada and Will Smith, the the whole red table thing, like that's they have a contract. Like they have they have to like show up and, and do this stuff. And I I just I, I I truly believe that as husband and wife, they had conversations about this long before they sat down at that red table. And I mean Will Smith is an actor. Guys, he's a world famous actor. He's one Plenty of awards for his acting. You don't think he can cry in front of a camera? Um, no, and like, and I'm not saying like his crying and his tears were fake or anything like that because I don't know. I really don't. But like, yeah, do I find it a little bit like hard to believe? Like they set all the lights, the cameras up, like they put themselves out there for all these people just to talk about it and not expect, you know, some some people to like, you know, put, like find some fault with it. Or, or, you know, have some questions around it, like around the authenticity of it. And then, yeah, I mean, just like with Kanye, I, like, no, I think that was a cry for help. Like the specific instance I brought up, I think that was a cry for help for him. And I think, you know, the people in his camp, in his circle needed to really, and sometimes still, still need to like put a foot down and be like, yo, Kanye, chill. You know, like you, you're, you're obviously way more rich and talented and, and, and powerful than any of us, but you know, ego, you like humble yourself a little bit, like, like chill out a little bit, take your meds, you know? Um, Cause I think there's like, I think there's something about Kanye, like once a year or something like that has like an outburst, like an unmedicated outburst. And like he has bipolar disorder. So like, I truly do, you know, empathize with the fact that a lot of that could be due to that. Um, if not all of it, but you know, at the same time, it's like, sometimes you got to take responsibility as an adult, you know, even, even if you have, you know, certain impairments or whatnot, a lot, like a lot of times, yeah, it is a valid reason for having like deficiencies in certain areas. And other times it's, you know, you, you find workarounds and, and, and you learn to move on. And, and when you've proven to do that and kind of fall back on it, people have certain expectations and, you know, a lot of these celebrities, they, they, they're real people for sure, but they're put in situations that might not be a hundred percent genuine or authentic. All I'm trying to say. I've been refraining so hard from jumping in and saying, yo, JB, JB, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish, but 
I'm just kidding. I was thinking about it. But if I, I am watching that to finish because I do like Kanye and I am a Kanye fan. And yeah, hopefully one day I hope we can partner with him on this podcast about mental health. So don't think we're bashing you. We're just here speaking out. Hell yeah. And he goes by Yay, by the way. So refer to him by his by 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 what he prefers. I please. did not even know he goes by Yay until I saw the lineup for Coachella and I turned to my partner. I said, Hey babe, what's this? yay person she goes i think that's kanye um so lighthearted joke right there but look uh <laughs> jb i did let you finish but if i were to jump in i will say that um regardless of whatever we know about them because we don't really know much we only know what's given to us uh, regardless these two are probably two of the most liked human beings on the planet right now uh will smith is had an incredible influence um, just on everybody and yay and his music and his artistry from what I hear is fantastic. I'm sorry. I don't listen to yay. Um, but I know that these guys are well recognized and they're looked at all the time. So, you know, in my eyes, I just think of it as, yeah, I mean, I know Will's a good actor and he could easily stage a cry, but even if he did, I'd be like, well, okay, I'm cool with that. Like, I, I'm okay with, even if it was a staged moment of emotion, I'm like, well, fuck yeah. It's Will fucking Smith. And if he can cry, maybe he's, if he does it, it maybe that just like empowers other people to cry on camera. So even if he was like, even if it was scripted that he was going to cry on camera as Jada's talking, if I was in position, in his position, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to fucking cry. I'm going to cry because I want to make it look so normal to people that it's okay to cry on camera. And even if it was scripted, it was for a purpose with some kind of intention. You know what I mean? So that's how I feel about it. You know, regardless of the fact we're not, we're only talking about it because these two people are freaking well-known A-list celebrities. So if more A-list celebrities and high figures were to show emotion or display mental health, even if it's fake, it gets us talking about it. And so I... I pre I will always lean towards that, and that's where I pull away from. Thank you for that, Andrew. Thank you for that perspective. And I, I actually agree with you. If more A-list celebrities spoke out on it, I think it would um, definitely prevent some of the suicides. I think it would prevent a lot of suicides. Um, and I know recently there were the uh, Miss uh, 2019, Miss USA. She... Um, she committed suicide. And I think maybe, um, I know something like her friends and even her mom had post, you know, something about, uh, she lived like a double life in terms of what she was one way around them. And then she was uh, suffering some, some type of depression. Um, I don't want to just say uh, the wrong depression, but she was suffering something her mom uh, wrote. And that, I guess that was her double life. And I feel like, you know, maybe if, you know, she had that one celebrity she looked up to, that probably openly expressed, you know, that they were probably battling the same thing, you know, that they were depressed or just being more transparent, you know, some of the things they they experienced, it probably would have hit home for her and honestly probably prevented her from, um, you know, committing suicide. And even that's that's from the Will uh, perspective um, and just from like the Kanye perspective, maybe she was doing small things around, um, you know, her family and friends, um, that was probably odd, but they didn't see or didn't notice or didn't take it as a cry for help, which is, and they did not, you know, yeah, they did not see it as a cry for help and was ignoring it. And then she probably felt like no one was there for her. And 
jumped out the window. And I, that's kind of where I'm, you know, that's kind of what I was getting at for both those examples, Trav, is um, our reactions to people, they have impact, you know? Um, I could think that one person is doing something just for a show, but if I if I say that out loud in front of my circle, like my friends, my family, they're like, well, shit, well, what if, what if, what if I were to do something and Andrew's just going to see me as putting on a show, but really deep down inside, I'm struggling and I'm battling. Um, so it's, to me, it's always like, well, what if some person's going through some shit? Like, what if they are really are going through some stuff and I have no idea. I'll reserve my, my opinion about them to myself and I'll just kind of express in a way that says, well, I'm going to play it safe because someone might be doing something and might be, they might have antics that are easily perceived as, you know, just like for the money or for the show, for the recognition. But what if they're not, what if they are actually battling? I think the safer route is to just always assume that they're battling. You know what I mean? Yeah. End rant on this. I'm good. Well, if that's, if I'm being honest, you know, like everything you just said, I, I struggle with that um, because I, sometimes I, I think sometimes I overlook um, people's crap ahead because sometimes I do probably think, you know, it's like, you know, they want like attention and it's not always like the attention where they, I don't always think of, you know, it's like, it's something going on. Like I think to like care or tend towards their, uh, you know, mentally tend towards care for them in a mental way. I always think it's like, you know, just want attention, um, you know, want something out of me, want my money or something like that. Um, and I just, uh, yeah, I just, I struggle with sometimes looking at the small things people do. I feel like I'm, I'm annoyed and not really seeing it for seeing it as a cry. Yeah. And also a lot of times cry for helps look, can look so different, you know, and it can be subtle or it can be this big moment, right? Like, Going, like the 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 Kanye thing, the Kanye thing was a major cry for help. It was televised, it was everywhere on TV, you know, very publicized. And then you have subtle cries for help, where it's like this uh, th- this model, right? The Miss USA, Miss Twenty Nineteen, maybe like talked about it very seldomly, but didn't show a lot of signs. But maybe like you know said one thing to a friend, like, oh, you know, it's been a really hard week, you know. And that was like a warning sign for her. Like that was, that was, that was her signal. Um, so in like, you know, signals come in all shapes and sizes. Like when people are, when people have are going through these things. Um, yeah. Like you got to know the person and you got to be willing to ask the questions for sure. Like I, I totally understand that. Um, and you got to be genuine and, and assume that they're telling the truth. You're right. Like I know I'm looking like the bad guy. This is me. This is me sitting on the couch watching the television, you know, with my tub of ice cream on my stomach, you know, saying I can do better, you know, to, to, but you you guys get where I'm coming from, right? Like at the end of the day, like, yeah, you have to, you have to respect that. You have to ask those questions. You have to dig deep to, to be there for people when they need you. But at the same time, like on TV, like we see these reality TV shows and we see all these like celebrities and whatnot. And you can buy, you can buy some of it, but you shouldn't buy all of it. If you get what I mean. I get what you're being. Honestly, you're not the bad guy in this. Honestly, you're actually bringing different perspectives, and you're you're adding everything, all the pushback. Well, not pushback, but your different view 
it's actually bringing different perspectives to the entire conversation. But one thing you did say that I do want to ask, um, ask you a question on when you said that, uh, just ask questions. And I'm this the when and this part is related to our everyday people that I, I'm not sure if you experience this, but I know I do. Um, that I think I begin to know it from people when it actually could be a cry for help. What are some questions that you know you can ask, um, to figure out, you know, if it's just like you just want my attention or is it? really something that you know you need assistance with so that's a great question um a lot of the times a cry for help is going to be somebody saying something right that's like probably the most common way that you're going to hear a cry for help is somebody saying something or um by 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 action right it's either going to be by doing something or by saying something and if you hear somebody saying something i think like one of the best things you can you can ask is you know like like what do you mean when you say that or you know, tell me more, you know, just ask, just asking questions to where you you're getting to the bottom of what they really mean. Um, if you have concerns, you know, definitely go with your instincts and show them that, you know, that while you, while this is going on, you know, actively show support and compassion and kindness. Cause ultimately if it is a cry for help, this person's really hurting. Um, so you, they're choosing you as somebody to confide in acknowledge that respect that appreciate that but don't be afraid to ask questions and don't be afraid to say you don't understand like the one of the worst things you can say is like oh i understand what you're saying i, I get it you know and 99 percent of the time you don't so don't say you get it you know just say that you know it's what you're telling me with what you're saying you know it sounds like it's really hard you know it's it's, it's really this is really sounds like a really tough situation putting you through a lot of stress and then show them kindness, you know, talk about, you know, their, you know, value to, you know, your life or the, in, within their life, things you like about them and things that, you know, you think that they're talented around, they have value within. Um, that's, that's kind of what I mean about asking questions, like starting the conversation around it, get the ball rolling. Cause some, like, I, I, I guess like when somebody has a cry for help, it's really just like your instinct telling you like, Hey, something, something's off about what they said or what they did. So it's like, it's up to you to ask the questions, you know, cause they can only provide so many hints or do so many things, uh, before, you know, it can end badly. Thank you, Jason. You actually, you answered the question. Um, and definitely gave advice that I know I'll be using because again, I struggle with just sometimes like just brushing what could be others, uh, cry for help off. And a lot of times, though, it's hard to do that in, like, social settings, right? It's got to be, like, in those one-on-ones, you know, because in social settings, it almost turns it, – it's, like, you can almost turn to, like, an intervention, which is just, like, so out of pocket. I agree with the social setting, and it's also hard to I, – I found it, like, another time – I know a setting when I, like, kind of brush it off is because I have, like, some friends that all we do is just, like, it's everything's always a joke. I feel we're always, like – laughing about something and just joking our way through things. And like, sometimes I just joke it off and it's shit. Like, should I be laughing this off? Should we be laughing through this? Or should I be asking you like, wait, are you serious? Um, this sounds like this sounds pretty bad. Like what's going on? Damn, this conversation hit me hard and I'm walking away with a lot of lessons. That's for sure. Because the losses that any someone could pull or the losses that we may have mentioned and 
over assumption or over judging people could lead to just really some really shitty outcomes, you know, detrimental outcomes. So, um, what a great question. Like, there could be, a, there should be a whole another episode on what a cry for help would look like or quote unquote cry for help, you know, because cry for helps hardly ever look the same, hardly ever look the same uh, across people. And um, it's manifested in so many different ways. And I'll give one small example here is that uh, recently I was with a couple of my buddies here who were helping me move. And, uh, you know, I was, I noticed that one of them, um, you know, I just lost some weight and in a very like lighthearted way, I was like, Hey man, uh, no, you just lost some weight. Like, um, you know, is that something you were trying to do in a very like lighthearted way? And my other buddy jumped in, commented on it too. He was like, yeah, did you do it intentionally? And I think there was like a, um, there was like a layer of us just thinking like, Oh, you know, what if this wasn't an intentional, um, you know, weight loss or whatever, because that happens. Sometimes people are really struggling and really battling and they lose weight. And so people comment they're like, oh, good job, you lost weight. But in reality, they, they were actually struggling. So, um, you know, it's not really like, what's the opposite of a microaggression? It was like a micro compassion moment, you know, where it's just like, you kind of hint at like, hey, but it was intentional. Like everything's good. Like you were hoping to lose weight. Like that was your goal. And of course my friend responded. Um, he said, yes, this, that was my intention. Like, thanks for asking. And I think that kind of lends to what you guys are both talking about, like JB talking about just like throwing a little deeper questioning, uh, ask a little bit, um, you know, cry for help is sometimes it's talked about, sometimes it's something someone says, but it's other times it's something someone does. So, you know, I appreciate this conversation and that kind of le leads me to where I, I was going to go a little bit about just some stuff that's happening. Really. I recently, just yesterday, decided to disconnect off social media and that was man, like it just ties into a lot about what we talk about. And um, I always try to reflect and try to keep keep track of when uh, social media becomes unhealthy for me. And when it becomes unhealthy, it's when I do start, uh, feel like I'm overjudging others and overjudging myself. And I don't want to become the person where I'm judging people harshly. And then I definitely don't want to become the person where I'm judging myself really fucking harsh either. And I did a social media detox a couple years back because I was in a really deep, deep, uh, dark place. And it, it, it did wonders for me. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm choosing to go off of it now for an indefinite time. I don't really choose uh, how long I'll be out and when I'll be gone. But I'll just get back whenever I feel like my headspace is ready to get back. So, And uh, the support that I've gotten from people has been very positive and very compassionate. Um, so other people's form of micro compassion has really helped me a lot too. So what a, what a, oh my God, what a, what a conversation, what a discussion. Uh, we weren't, we had no idea it was going to go this route, but, um, any last quick 10 second tidbit you want to throw into this before we get out of here? Just hope you guys have a wonderful week. Hope you guys, uh, stay happy, stay healthy, and we'll catch you next time. Now, thank you all for listening to this episode. I hope you all took away as much <clears throat> as much as I did. Thanks for holding us down. We'll have to rant about this more often. So unfiltered, so great. You can Thanks, everyone. Go ahead and tell Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to the Lessons Over Losses podcast. 
please like, subscribe, and share our social media pages. Also, feedback and suggestions are welcome. Again, thank you for listening to this episode.